Autobots transform. Well, hey, welcome back to the Transformers Nitpickers podcast show. I'm Paul. Radical! Today it is Season 3, Episode 10 of Transformers Prime Beast Hunters. It is minus one. This episode was directed by Vinton Hook. It was written by Michael Cassot. Cassot? Cassot. Cassot. But the last time on Transformers Prime, uh, the Decepticons tricked the Autobots into destroying the Predacons, who would have become a force even Megatron couldn't control. And on this episode, this new cyber matter that has just popped up out of nowhere could give them the ability to cyberform whole worlds. Yeah, we picked right up where we left off last time with the Decepticons and Shockwave calls Starscream on like calls him on leaving him behind to the mercy of the Autobots. Oh yeah. And Starscream asks Megatron like, "Are you going to allow one lieutenant to harm another?" And Megatron just stands there and he's like, "Master." And he's like, "I'm thinking." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh Shockwave kind of has had enough. He grabs Starscream and starts like shoving his face towards a stalactite Thing. I think I'd learn. Um, and, but he's talking about taking one of Starscream's eyes out so he can see things from my perspective. Yes. But Starscream's like, he points out like it, it was his error in judgment that made this happy accident possible. And now he'll have them run all the colors across the screen that you'll need to paint along with us. And while they're doing that, let me show you what I got started up here. We have our standard 18 by 34 pre stretch And Starscream we'll sticks to that. his original story or idea it's of like, I was just trying to make so it look authentic. Fun. And Shockwave admits, okay, that is a logical argument, and lets him go. And Megatron still watched them. Now he has his arms around his back, and it's like, exemplary teamwork. <laughs> yeah, and we, we find out that uh, he wants to learn, or he's going to need a launch. Ma- what is it? You know, we find out that he's he wants to uh, restart the Omega lock. And we get our opening. And when we come back, they're all watching Ratchet build Magnus a new hand at Autobot oh headquarters. God. and. It's like the claw grabber thing in that thing at the mall. It's pathetic. There's no other way to describe it. Like, like I know Ratchet says, hey, I don't have much at my uh, disposal. The tools and the tech are ancient compared to Transformer technology. But come on. It looks like a claw grabber from the fucking machine at the mall. But yeah, anyway. um, And even the military, they don't have anything better to offer. I'm getting caught up on this, but it's a stupid looking hand. And I can feel an episode of Smokescreen Sucks coming on. Welcome to another episode of the podcast within the podcast, the Smokescreen Sucks podcast. This episode of Smokescreen Sucks, we're going to talk about why Smokescreen Sucks. And that reason is that he might be kind of a sociopath. Smokescreen always talks about how he wants to be a member of Team Prime and how he wants to be a member of the team and how he wants everybody to love him. But every time he opens his mouth, he says something stupid and hurtful to the people around him, almost as if he doesn't understand how emotions work. And that's why Smokescreen might be kind Kind of a sociopath, and also why smokescreen sucks. On this episode of the podcast within a podcast, the smokescreen sucks, sucks podcast. Thanks for listening. Well, yeah, because smokescreen just goes on about how Bumblebee, you know, rocks that voice box, and Magnus yeah. is going to rock that claw just as well as that, and Bumblebee just looks at him and walks away muttering to himself and raps, uh, translates. It's like he wants his original voice back. Yeah, I wonder if we're going to get that by the end of the show. 
by the movie. Anyway, uh, Bulkhead tries to, you know, hey, look at the bright side. We destroyed Project Predica, and that's a good thing. And right away, Optimus, the motivational leader, comes in and says, yeah, but Predaking King is still out there and everything is bad. <laughs> and meanwhile, on the Nemesis, we're in space. Megatron tells Predaking, King, uh, don't you worry, bud. We're still going to get those Autobots for what happened. Just don't you worry. And Predacon's like, eh, that was just a squadron. Not when, good when enough. When you Cybertron and resurrect all the Predacons buried there, because, of course, that's what you're going to do, isn't it? Isn't it? <laughs> right. Then I'll just lead an entire planet full of them. He has to understand that his pitch is a really stupid one. <laughs> Maybe he doesn't. Uh, but we then go to uh, Shockwave telling Megatron, uh, look, in order to uh, get the Mega Lock going, it'd be easier to just retrofit it than it would be to rebuild it. Um, so Starscream has made Shockwave's errand boy for all the supplies he'll need. Yep. Here's the shopping list. And back at uh, the Autobot base, Fowler runs in. And he's like, Prime! This is how he starts every sentence. Prime! Really and he tells Prime the Decepticons hit a nuclear plower plower <laughs> power plant last night and made off with 20 tons of control rods. Yeah. And then we go immediately to Shockwave saying, yep, we got all the control rods. Um, <laughs> yeah. And uh, it turns out that uh, his studies have proven that the Synthin is, in fact, the cause of the new Cybermatter. Uh, so they're going to need more and megatron is uh he he goes on this whole tangent about how he's going to rebuild earth and cybertron and rule them and shockwave says why and then uh, this was poetic but kind of doesn't make sense yeah because he says well they're linked primus and unicron and to rule one wouldn't be ruling at all like yeah yeah it's like I, there, there's poetry in the words but it's eh. Weak argument. Whatever. It doesn't matter at this point. I'm so in on this episode. Uh, <laughs> but we then go back to base, and Ratchet is, uh, he gets the coordinates from Fowler uh, to their latest mission, which is going to be um, wherever they're headed. I forget this one. I think it's the Antarctic. Oh, I think it's, a, yeah, because Magnus one? goes to lead them off, but Ratchet's like, nope, nope, nope. And Prime reminds Magnus, or, look, man, the doctor is the only one on the ship that can give the captain an order if he says you stay. You stay until he says you're ready. And Wheeljack does not like that. But then we go to a bunch of vehicons hauling equipment out of a military base and a ground bridge just whoop, opens up and out come uh, Optimus, Bulk, BRC, Jackie, and Smokefart. <laughs> and uh, Soundwave is above watching them from the air. Yep, and uh, he opens a bridge for the vehicons so they can make off with the stuff. And Laserbeak flies in behind Optimus, who transforms and flies off to get away from Laserbeak. But then he turns and just punches Laserbeak. I like that. That was actually pretty solid. Um, so Laserbeak starts flying down, um, and the Viacons bridge out with uh, all the equipment they were stealing. But uh, Optimus opens fire on Soundwave mm. and hits him, and he crashes into power lines. Yep, and when the smoke clears, he's alive, but he's seriously fucked up. And the Autobots surround him, and Laserbeak flies off. I'm like, he can't help anymore. And Prime Radio's Ratchet, open a bridge. We're coming back with a Decepticon prisoner. Commercial break. And when we come back, Shockwave is strapped to a gurney, and uh, apparently we, we find out from Ratchet the base is shielded so he can't contact the Decepticons. Yeah. Very quickly he explains it, like exposition. Yeah. And uh, Miko points out, but he can't talk. And then Raph's like, he doesn't even have a face. Ooh. <laughs> uh, so we go back to the Nemesis where we find out that Laserbeak is unable to find Soundwave, 
Uh, but Megatron's not worried. He's like, basically, he says Soundwave knows when to not talk. Yep, he knows uh, when to share information and when to withhold it. And when to ba- shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, back at the base, Optimus uh, is not shutting the fuck up. He is asking, all right, what is Megatron doing with all the tech stuff he's been stealing? Who does number two work for? Ah, I knew it was coming. <laughs> and Soundwave just <laughs> plays... Optimus's voice back at him and uh, Miko <laughs> like calls a, it with like a dance like a trance beat yeah Miko calls it Optimus Prime the remix like oh yeah that's a Miko line so uh, he basically threatens violence he says look if you don't answer I can't promise that uh, the, these guys ain't gonna fuck you up a little yeah Bulkhead gets the wrecking ball out it's like yeah we, we've tried it our way now make with the talking or else we get medieval and this time Soundwave just makes this high-pitched noise and they all grab their ears and ratchet has had enough he's like oh, let's just cut him open and take what we want the hard way but like Soundwave like big dogs him and literally erases himself kind of he it, they just okay so he he starts to delete information like and he's wiping i guess his memory yeah because you see all these lines appearing on his face and uh balka thinks hey look he's giving us the information like he's writing it up because he can't talk right but ratchet's like no he's deleting data and then we have a beautiful moment where he said i wish we had the sound modulator for this show because we would do the voice but he says uh autobots inferior sound wave superior mm. and then oh, just i actually went down. whoa stood up oh i know like, that's great back then sat back down i was like holy shit i mean frank welker's right here right why not do it but wow and yes listen dear listener i realized i got it backwards but it was it was yeah it was an amazing amazing fucking moment and then he just the screen goes blank and he has deleted his drives and disconnected himself from any external communication uh device or ability and meanwhile on the nemesis shockwave found something in antarctica this time i guess that they'll need and it's a particle collider sequitron because they had to call it something unless that actually is something i wouldn't know i don't know i know the first two words are real but uh yeah he tells them the synthetic energon problem is still a problem yeah he can't create more of it I guess. Uh, so Megatron says, well, you know who created uh, some? The guy we got the sample from, uh, Ratchet. So why don't we just kidnap him? Yeah. Wouldn't it make sense to recruit the Autobot medic? And then Starscream points out uh, that'll be difficult getting that one Autobot that never leaves the house. Like, dude, you've done it different times. All you do is send him a signal with an encoded message. Really? Bring the med kit. Like, But, but uh, what they decide to do is go through Soundwave's old files, his personnel, like uh, his Intel files. And then we cut to Fowler, who's on the road calling Optimus from his car. I guess he's going in for another grill with General Bryce. <laughs> yeah. uh, please don't. If, if they made the last episode a clip show, it would be both beautiful and horrible at the same time. Um, but uh, he's uh, as he's driving along, we see that Laserbeak is flying overhead in commercial mm, break. When we come back, we're back on the Nemesis and Predaking comes before Megatron, who suspects the Autobots will show up at their next event. Yeah, <laughs> so he sends them down to the Antarctic and uh, I can't Okay, this I I couldn't figure out how much of what Megatron does here is legitimate and how much is him playing Predaking. Yeah, I, I have the same thing written down. I'm like, how much is is he legitimately this riled up or or is he just putting it on yeah. for Predaking to, you know, kind of bait him into this? But he just really gets in his face about how they lost Soundwave and now I need you to fight like a beast. Yeah, yeah. He And he kind of steers him away from facing off with uh, Optimus or facing off with a Prime. Uh, but anyway, go back to Ratchet 
And he finally gives Magnus permission to join on a mission after uh, Wheeljack comes in and is like, he's ready to fight. So it's it's nice seeing them. Well, just the way he says it, he's like, Doc, the commander is ready. Like, yeah, there there is legit respect here now between these two. So Bulkhead and Smokescreen, uh, I guess, and Ratchet are going to stay and watch Soundwave and the rest of them are going to roll out. Uh, now they're going to the Antarctic. Yeah, so they head out and then Bulkhead and Smokescreen are kind of like just weirded out by yeah. uh, Soundwave. Bulkhead wants to throw a tarp over him. Yeah. And Ratchet's like, don't worry about him. Why is Megatron interested in a particle collider? That's what we should be worried about. Yeah, something with the power of a black hole. Ooh. Uh, so f- then we go to Fowler, who arrives, I'm guessing, at Bryce's office, and Laserbeak flies overhead. And then we go to Ratchet again. They just needed, like, a beat to have him figure things out. And he's figured out that uh, Megatron doesn't want to destroy the world with the power of a black hole. He wants to recreate a world and use the Omega Lock. Yep. And uh, I really don't see how we connected the dots there. But anyway. Me either. And now we're in Antarctica at night and everybody's fine. Nobody's freezing solid instantly. So we've changed the rules on that. (laughs) Oh, yeah. yeah, Ratchet radios in and says uh, he thinks Megatron is trying to rebuild the Omega Lock. Yeah, which uh, is really important for the next episode. But Optimus says, no, we cannot because he will he will abuse that power. We both know it. And and Ratchet does agree. So then Optimus decides uh, they march on and uh, Predaking starts coming up behind them and uh, Opens fire. Yeah, and Prime tells the Autobots, all right, you get in there, deal with the Decepticons. I'll take care of the Predacon. And Magnus is like, uh, you heard your leader, like, uh, forward my heart, whatever he says. Like, they all head in. So after they run off, Predaking circles around again and opens fire on Optimus. I say opens fire. He's breathing fire, really, but it is his weapon. Yeah, it's it's that breath weapon thing of his, yeah. You see, like, charge in his chest and then it just comes up his throat and yeah. Yeah, yeah, his uh, Predacon symbol glows. But then Optimus uh, dodges the that fire by flying up into the air higher, 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 using his Gatling gun. <laughs> yes, <laughs> neither one of them can hit a damn thing, but like Optimus does this backflip and tackles him in the air and then just empties the clip on him point blank. Is this when he throw, throws him into the uh, ice sheet? Well, yeah, because Predator King goes down and then like an entire cliffside of ice or rocks or whatever this is comes down on top of him. But all that does is piss him off. Oh, yeah. he's He has proven again and again that a cave in an avalanche or anything like that does not stop him. He is like, he must be Steve's favorite Transformer. <laughs> or other timeline steve i guess but go. oh actually no no no. what happens is he yeah he does get free he swoops by optimus grabs him and uh they start fighting in the air a bit and uh optimus eventually gets smacked by the tail and knocked down mm-hmm. to the ground curse splat and uh, inside the building that was built by humans to be large enough for transformers to walk around inside of <laughs> they're all being all stealthy but magnus brought the brightest flashlight ever shown on televisions like Shut the light off if you want to be stealthy. Yeah. I just love that, like, they all have rubber tires and, eat, like, they could transform their legs to be basically rollerblades, yes. right? And they could be stealthy, but every one of them, clank, 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 clank. It's just, it makes me laugh every time. Uh, anyway, they come around a hallway and there's a bunch of Viacons. One opens fire and Wheeljack, I think it used the whip, didn't he? He, like, in, there's a slow-mo shot following the laser fire, and he knocks the uh, shot or diffuses the shot before it can hit Magnus, and then the Autobots open fire as well. And back at uh, Autobot Pace, Smokescreen is trying to cheer Ratchet up, like, uh, they'll find a way to repair Cybertron, but then Laserbeak comes through the window. Uh, Fowler walks in, followed quickly 
quickly by Laserbeak. Oh, yes. And yeah, he, uh, he opens fire on the Autobots just long enough to distract them that he can shoot uh, sound waves um, bonds. Yeah, with as many shots then, as it would take. Like, katink, 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 done. Like, high, high accuracy. It's, it's kind of awesome. Uh, what is it? Smoke, oh, Smokefart shoots his <laughs> wing, dings him a bit, but he's able to whoosh around and clamp onto Soundwave's chest, waking up Soundwave, and then some ass-kicking starts. Oh, yeah. Smokescreen and Bulkhead run at Soundwave, but he shocks them with the tentacle things again, and then Fowler runs at him with a fire extinguisher. <laughs> but Soundwave just doesn't God even look at him. He just smacks heart. him aside, yeah. like dead or paralyzed oh yeah uh except he's wearing his invincibility suit so he's fine oh yeah Um, yeah. but then he uh he starts to move on uh ratchet and there's a great shot where you see his sound waves face but the reflection of ratchet in horror as the tentacles come at him and uh the i don't know the end Soundwave had surveillance data on Agent Fowler, and the other Decepticons knew that, and they only decided to act on it now that Soundwave has been captured, so they in turn can capture Ratchet? It seems like if you knew Fowler was in cahoots with the Autobots all along, that you'd put that information to use a lot sooner. Anyway, they find the Autobot base because Laserbeak follows Fowler there, but why does he physically need to be in the same building as the Autobots? He was shown communicating with them just fine over the phone, computer, whatever it is thing plenty of times before. He still does from time to time. The Autobots only come and go using the Grand Bridge for security reasons. Why doesn't he? He knows the Decepticons know who he is. He's talked one-on-one with Megatron several times. So why risk being seen driving there? Or anywhere, really. Why not lock the house, get in the car, and Grand Bridge to Autobot headquarters from the driveway? Better yet, finish breakfast, brush your teeth, get that suit on, then Grand Bridge from the living room. Yeah, leave the car home, do something green, man. Climate change is a thing. Although it probably takes a lot more energy to run a ground bridge for a few seconds than it does. Well, here we are at the end of another episode of the Transformers Nitpickers podcast show. The next episode Paul and I are going to review is Persuasion. Mm. Hey, Paul, could I persuade you to tell people to rate and review us on their podcast app? Uh, Yeah, sure. You should uh, rate and review us on your podcast app, whatever it is you listen to us with. And uh, you should persuade all your friends to... uh, to listen to you can persuade them to find old episodes of the transformers nitpickers podcast show at transformers nitpickers.podbean.com and until the next episode keep on transforming see you later